Break Studios. It's Dan and Doug. Come on! So, get hyped. Be hyped. This is... The Hype. What is... Going down, everybody. Thank you for joining us live on MojoBreak.com's The Hype. This is episode 61. Couldn't find a jersey, so I did a 61 Ford Falcon. Check it out. Uh, for you car enthusiasts out there. Got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We're going to be joined by Big Shep from About the Cards. And we're going to talk some living set with him and MLB playoffs. And uh, some of the cards, some of the guys at value may have a chance of increasing due to their performance in the MLB playoffs. It is an exciting time for baseball fans. We had that game yesterday, Cubs, Rockies. It was a long one. People probably fell asleep. I know I'm West Coast and it was late. Couldn't imagine if you're sitting up there on the East Coast watching that game. It was probably 2 or 3 in the morning, right? But uh, it was a great game, and uh, we got the A's-Yankees today. I already know C-Rads. Uh, go, go A's. Ben in the chats, go A's, so we'll see. And um, I want to tell you guys about uh, switching up to football. We have our 120-box football break this saturday 20 years of product 20 different years of product starting at 1998 all the way to current it's going to be insane um it's $25,000 worth of product being ripped uh the mcgregor khabib fight's going to be going on too so you got the laptop watching mojo you got the ufc fight going on as well dan what's up dude what's going on <clears throat> that was a heck of a game last night i watched probably 85% of it. I left at the end, went to the gym, but uh, I actually watched it at the gym. So it's a good thing that they have uh, – you go to the same gym, but it's a good thing they have TVs. Yeah, yeah you know? that's nice. And they actually had the game going on, so that was good. It was a heck of a game to watch, though. I know it was only 1-1, not a lot of scoring, but I like that. It was a classic National League pitching duel. Yeah, and C-Rad's in the third week, I think, of paying the bet, the debt from the bet. I'm wearing that Rams jersey. I think he's rocking that Tory Holtz. As soon as he gets done wearing it, just gets switched over to Doug. Um, I'm gonna, a little scared now. I gotta take the, you gotta give me the point spread at least. I gotta yeah, I gotta, I gotta beat I got beat hard out the, there, bro. The point spread maybe like 18 points. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. 4-0 team. No, 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 no point. That, what did I give? Did I give C Rad points? I did. I yeah. did. I did. Yeah. Okay. You can know the points. Whatever. Okay. Well, hopefully there's a lot of them. Hopefully there is a lot. Hey, the Raiders got to win this weekend, huh, C-Rad? Uh, uh, celebrate. A lot of people turned off the game thinking that the Raiders lost. As and, did uh, I. And uh, they won. They they somehow, you know, they said that immaculate reception, no more. That Tom Brady uh, tuck rule, no more. We got one in our favor for once. So you can minus one of those, Raider fans, when you're talking about how you got screwed over the years. You can take one away now because you got one this weekend from the Browns. Carlos Hyde clearly had a first down. That's all right. That's all right. But the Raiders and Niners are tied, so that's uh, that's pretty exciting. So um, the Bay, Bay Area football powerhouses terrible just, just competing. Terrible officiating in that Raider, Raiders-Browns game. It was ridiculous. There's been just terrible there was a, officiating there was a lot of There was a lot of bad calls in that one, but uh, it was a fun game to watch. A lot of scoring. A lot of scoring in that one, back and forth. Uh, Mari Cooper had a game. Jared, Jared Cook. Jared, Jared Cook. The former Ram. The former Ram, Jared Cook. Best player on the Raiders, I, I think. think. he was on another team after the Rams. Before he, was he, on the, the Raiders. he was on the Titans. He was on the Green Bay. That's right. That's right. Um, he kind of followed Jeff Fisher from Tennessee to St. Louis. Okay. And right. then after Jeff Fisher you know, got the boot, well, he props, went, on, went on to Green Bay. Props to anybody that has Jared Cook on their fantasy team, because who would have ever thought that he was one of the top five tight ends in the league at this point in the season? Well, I wanted to get after watching the baseball game, and this has been a topic for a long time. I want to talk about celebrating, and it's not totally card related, but uh, just talk to have the discussion about baseball and how there's no place for celebrating in baseball. I mean, I watched yesterday uh, Contreras just God, he, he act like he won the lottery after he got a walk. I don't know you guys watching the game as well. He got a walk. He threw. He bat flipped. He bat flipped after he got walked. He was excited, and uh, Baez is another you know guy. Puig obviously loves to celebrate. Um, are we going to move on past the fact that, hey, if you celebrate, you get beaned? Is that going to be something of the past? Are we going to embrace the fact that hitters hit – the best hitters hit 350? You know, so that's – every three times you're going to get a hit. And you should embellish that, maybe take pride in celebrating. 
mean, what are your thoughts on the celebrating? Should, should it be more or should we be old school baseball? Old school baseball. Keep it the way it's been for, you know, 150 years. Let's not change it. It's America's pastime. But football, they don't wear the leather helmets anymore. So They, they should. That would stop people from leading with their helmet. <laughs> I think if a guy hits a home run, a walk-off, let him throw the bat, let him kiss the sky, let him make out with a chick in the stands. I don't know. I just think that it's poor, hey, it's poor sportsmanship. How? Then it's not poor sportsmanship in football when a guy scores a touchdown and he waves at the crowd? It's kind of been built into the culture of football. But why is it's baseball not, it, any different? Because it is. Baseball's a I don't, harder I don't, sport. I don't, have a, I don't have a reason why it's different. I just It's because it is. You just got to accept it. But I think, it, I think we're like at a crossroads now where baseball is trying to go into the mainstream. We've got Twitter. We've got look, Instagram. Look what happens. You, you watch Madison Bumgarner every year. Like, look how many times like, somebody even attempts to do anything. He'll like, stare him down and be like, we're, we're fighting. You don't, you don't do that. I mean, you're, your, boy, your boy is one of the most old school dudes in the league. So you just I know and, and I love Madison Bumgarner's style of pitching, but I don't like his attitude in that regard. I think that players need to make the game more exciting. Pa- players need to celebrate. Now are are these guys are their feelings hurt? Is that what it is? So Madison Bumgarner's feelings are hurt now that he got a home run hit off of him and Bryce Harper watched it too long? It's just it's just not in the culture of the of the sport to celebrate. What do you guys think in the chat? Do you guys think that celebrating is something that's How okay? about uh, celebrating's okay? How about showboating? Well, what do you consider showboating? Define that. Uh, showboating is over-exaggerated celebrating. Like, trying to get a reaction out of a, a Give out me a, an example. A, give, me a, give me a football so, example. What was an over-exaggerating celebration in football? An over-exaggerating celebration is if you get a first down and you hover over the guy. Like, that's... A, that's that but it's be, okay to do a, get a touchdown and then do the bowling pins with the whole rest of the team? Well, that's new. That, used, that's to be a, that used to be a flag every time. Hmm. Now that that's changed. And I, I think that's... A part of the a part of the football game that's entertaining, I guess, but I can go without it. Well, what about I go uh, with, I Golden go Tate waving at the the DB both times he got a touchdown uh, against the Cowboys this weekend? Was that show that's showboating, right? That's showboating. So if that was in baseball, then he should get beaned the next time he's yeah. Up. So okay, all right. I'm just trying to get your standard. I mean, I think <laughs> the thing about like the the culture of baseball when somebody does showboat. It usually means that somebody is going to get beaned, and then you have a chance of having a bench clearing brawl, which I, I is one of the most entertaining parts of a baseball game. Well, that's true. When it does happen, so they're few and far the, between. Uh, the silver lining. The there. silver lining is that I mean, very rarely do you get a good solid fight out of it. I think they should just not break it up and just let the guys go at it. Um, you but, know what I need to get? You know, you know what? I just had an idea. I know I cut you off here, but I, you know these ideas that just pop in my head. We should start celebrations when we pull certain cards. We should just have just ridiculous celebrations. We should just do it. Just go for it. Just maybe we call out of the breakers too. It's better than you. Oh, <laughs> some people will say we already do have ridiculous celebrations. I think we do. I, but I think it's gotten stale. We just the boom shoot came up. We got to come up with like maybe well, if we're all three here, we got to have for like yourself. A, but when I'm pulling cards and and I'm the only one doing it, and I say it's only me who's pulling these cards. But you've used that one. I know, but it's true because at that moment, it's only me pulling those cards. I think we got to get creative in our celebrations. For pulling people's cards, I think we have to have a contest. Maybe, maybe that's what we do. Maybe we, we include it so we and should, we vote on a celebration dance. So in the background, we should just go into a full-on, just choreographed dance. Yeah, that would be amazing. Okay. Or uh, just yourself, well, if you want to pull off like your your favorite your favorite dance move. See, I'm I'm gonna go back. There's really no showboating and card breaks. You know. <laughs> so you're gonna be the Madison Bumgarner. I'm gonna of card be the breakers? I'm gonna be the Madison Bumgarner of card breaks. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, ben, ben says Mike Trout's personality is as exciting as a Manila folder or the taste of a fortune cookie. Exactly, but if he but if he celebrated, if he broke his bat uh, over his knee or something or threw the bat but out, all, the, the, all these know? players do celebrate. They celebrate with their team when they get into the dugout. But that the, us as fans aren't seeing that. We want to see a little swagger. They pan. They pan. what does Aaron Donald do when he sacks the quarterback? He has some kind of you know digger thing or something that he's doing. He, he's 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 swinging or he's doing something. That's awesome. Swinging them hips. <laughs> you know, he's, the <laughs> hips don't lie. Like if he was Shakira. I'm just saying, I'd, I'd like more celebration in baseball. And I, and I started to see a little bit of where it was headed. And it seems like it's the Latin players. And I don't want to go into race here, but it seems like the Latin players in baseball have more swagger, have more celebratory tactics than we do with the old school. Keep on, you keep on showing that. Because that is an awesome and celebration. That guy is about ready to get kicked in the junk, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's going to get a spike to the... 
Well, I wanted to go. We can go ahead. And, part. We can go ahead and move on. I wanted to talk about uh, funny eBay listing, and I came across this courtesy of Blowout Cards Forum. It's the absolute craziest one of one I've seen. So it's a 2017-18 Opulence Kyrie Irving Auto Hollow Gold number nine of ten, and it's an eBay one of one because it's a sequence one of one because nine and ten would next would come would be eleven, and that's his jersey number. Absolutely, I can see that. <laughs> Absolutely. No. <laughs> Come on now. I can't believe people bid on that. I would block that guy just for that bid. Just for that. Oh. But there is no uh, 11 of 10. Dude, you, you know we always joke when we when we're opening cards. Like, there's a way to make every single card at eBay 101. And I, yeah. This, that's this guy cr- just won the freaking prize for the week. Yeah, he did. He did. He got he got card of the week on eBay <clears throat> uh, officially. So, uh, congrats. I don't know your eBay name, but thanks for the content here. But nine, ten, unless so that if you pull a Joe Montana, that's uh, fourteen to fifty. So that's an eBay one hundred one. eBay one hundred one. True eBay sequence one hundred one. <laughs> sequence. True one of one sequence. What is that? Celtic. Is that what they? Yeah. He didn't have any more. He didn't have any more. True one of one sequence Celtic. Celtic. Not even not a plural. Just one. There's only Kyrie. There's only one Celtic. Just one Celtic. So that's that is the eBay listing of the week. Once again, oh, shit. he listed a no, serial numbered oh. nine of ten Kyrie Irving auto. Kyrie Irving's number for the Celtics is eleven. So he's saying nine, ten. The next would be eleven. So that's an eBay one on one. That's how he justified it. Props to you, sir. Now, what if it was a misprint? A misprint. There was eleven of ten. Would you? That could be an eBay one on one, right? eBay one on one. Because that would be his jersey number, and it would be. Air stamping mojo one of one exactly exactly so I mean maybe we should have a contest for that most creative uh, eBay listing yeah and list your cards and then send us send us out the pictures of your listing of uh, uh, true eBay one of one yes I want to see how true we can be and uh, C Rad's favorite product hype it up dude hype it up that is impeccable basketball came out today guys get your spots mojobreak.com <clears throat> C Rad will tell you how much he loves it. he wants to marry it uh, impeccable basketball impeccable football uh making no mistake about it guys it's the most beautiful design that panini puts out every single year pound for pound yeah dude and those uh gold and silver cars just didn't not not necessarily that the gold and silvers look no actually they do look awesome with the design of impeccable it's just a uh, perfect fit in terms of uh but i i find it interesting they put those uh those metal cards from um I know. Freaking elements. <laughs> is yeah. that is that? Do you think that's too uh, like so people can't weigh the boxes? To, to I see? don't know. Well, there are in separate packs, so you get the. It was you, don't, a, you don't have any more dummy cards, right? There's no dummy, there's but dummy card. No, there's dummy cards. They oh. obviously buyer beware. If you buy a box in the shop, you could obviously still weigh out the, because you're talking about something that's like a 35 point compared to something that's 300 point. That's you know what I'm saying. Yeah. There, there's obviously going to be a weight difference there. Um, so I would, I would be where if, uh, you go into a shop, there's two boxes left and you're like, Hmm, what happened? Yeah. Nobody it's, it's tough. That's one of the products every year that we talk about. You, you really shouldn't buy a box of it. Yeah. Not one box. Yeah. Not one box. You're getting into a case break with us or anybody, you know, um, you're going to get the metal card guaranteed, obviously, because we're doing, I mean, it really depends on uh, if you're really valuing that as the true case. Cause I mean, there's, you can get a today. I opened up. I got a rookie auto of Donovan Mitchell. That was in the second box. That didn't have the metal card. In right. It. So you can make an argument that, I mean, the metal card is probably not in most cases not going to be the, the most vi- the, no, va- the most valuable card. And out my of the case. main hit in that box was Kristaps. So they valued him as the main box hit on that one, which Kristaps so, doesn't sell that know, well anymore. Maybe, maybe you can buy a box. I don't know. Well, I wanted to talk right before Big Chef's going to be coming on here in the next uh, five or so minutes. I wanted This is courtesy of Breaker Culture. Because the NBA is just about to start, I wanted to talk about some second-year guys. And I found this list interesting on uh, Breaker, BreakerCulture.com. Check them out. they got some good articles. Is um, These have been the top – and this is recent. This was last week they did this report. These are the top five players that have ramped up over the last four weeks. Now, it may not be a lot, but Ivan Robb has went up 588%. Luke Kennard has went up 167%. TJ Leaf, uh, and these are silvers, uh, silver prisms, 135 on TJ Leaf, Ike at 106%, and Davon Reed at 100%. So those have been the biggest market movers as far as a incline. Maybe it's because they're cheap, I'm thinking, because you can kind of get them in at lower buy-in um, compared to the Tatums and the Mitchells of the world. But I found that list pretty interesting that uh, your boy, Ivan Robb, number yep. one, yeah. going up on the list. 
Well, Grizz, I think what, what's happening is Memphis Grizzlies, they're looking for their future right now. Um, Jaron Jackson has been playing pretty well in preseason already. And uh, people are probably just prospecting that Ivan Rams are going to get a chance to kind of get more minutes this year. Nice, nice. So, because they're getting old, man. They're they're stars. Yeah, right. As good as Gasol is, you know, Gasol and Conley, they they they're looking. They need to look to the future now. Yeah. So, I mean, who do you like uh, this year, C. Rat? As far as a uh, second year, we're looking at the guys from seventeen eighteen class since we still got seventeen eighteen products coming out. Mm-hmm. Which guys do you like out of the? Ma- you know, obviously, can't name Tatum or Mitchell, but some of these guys, like these guys, who do you, who do you think is going to play well? Um. From this list specifically, or just anybody from Any, seven, anybody from the seventeen eighteen I mean, class. Anybody who's been breaking with us already know who I PC, and I'm gonna say it um, for this uh, conversation as well. Uh, Harry Giles, Sacramento Kings. He's kind of not been a secret for a while now. Everybody has already been prospecting on him and picking up his stuff. But um, yeah, I would say other seventeen eighteen rookies. Who's gonna be good this year? Hmm. Malik Monk, maybe? Maybe we'll see a little Malik Monk, so a little raw over there in Charlotte. Uh, I, I think Malik Monk's still not going to not gonna do much because uh, Kemba's still there. Gotcha. Um, still a little raw, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, man. I think the... Jordan Jordan uh, Jordan Bell? Jordan Bell's definitely going to probably take a leap. You know, my, uh, my prediction of 40 points in the playoffs, it really worked out for me. Uh, it was a really <laughs> great prediction I made. Yeah. But the um, I, don't think, I don't think you can do Jordan Bell because he of the position he plays. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, with the team he plays on, Jordan Bell is not going to get enough. Minutes. Well, they, they don't have a they don't have McGee this year and, or Zaza, so he's actually going to get a lot of playing time because Demarcus yeah, but, is going to be out for the for the for almost you know, the entire you know, season. They're saying that like Cousins is going to be out until December. I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah, he, I could, he looks, I could, he looks ready. I could I could see him being back in maybe early to mid November. Because uh, I, and and once he comes back, I, how many minutes is is Jordan Bell really going to get? And, right. And they gotta have they have another they have another center, don't they? It's not it's not Jordan Bell or Bust, is it? No, there's somebody else on the roster. But he's probably the main big. I should right know now. this, but I'm in football. Mode. No, they they picked somebody up. They picked a like a European guy up from like the Jazz or some, somebody who bounced around a little bit. Okay, we'll have to. Uh, he's like they still have that. Kevin Looney too. Um. They, yeah, they have Looney. They have Looney. Yeah, Looney will be out there running around. Um. Yep, that's what Longarm said. And Quentin's got a good point. Neely Kina on the Knicks. That could be a good investment. Uh, kind of middle of the road on his prices. He's on the big market team, and um, they don't have a whole lot of point scorers there beyond uh, Porzingis. You know what I mean? So they, they need some guys to score some points, and, and New York always has a high expectation on their basketball team, which could bump them up. So I also found this uh, interesting on Breaker Culture, too, is they did a graph on NBA, 17-18 NBA Prism Silver averages by month. So you can see the average was around $54 in November. And you could see right around May, June, July was when it dipped to about 22 on the average. So that just tells you if you're thinking about prospecting, those are the months that you want to get some of these silvers because it's, it's like the dead, it's the dead zone for basketball. There's nobody collecting basketball. Everybody's either collecting baseball or getting ready for football. So those are the time to pick off some singles if you're trying to build a prospect is during those months. Because you can already see right now, September, October, it's going to probably pop right back up to where it was. So um, that's what you're seeing, too, on eBay, right? Is you're yeah. seeing some better deals during those months. I think, I think we, we've been talking about that for a while. I mean, there's – and that's with every sport. Every every sport like football usually around February March April good time to buy football right before the, you want to get it before the draft draft people start talking about football again uh, baseball you know right right about now uh, October November December good time to buy baseball um, yep I think the issue that you see here is that the reason why you see the peak not only is it during the season. But there's the people looking for the quick flip. Right. The buy a card for, you know, 50 bucks. Player has a really good couple games, couple weeks. Flip it for 100 bucks. So it's based on, the, not, mo- on the moment. On the moment. You're not going to be able to do that on a, on a down part of the, of the buying. You're right. not going to be able to flip it because the player is not going to perform to add value. Right. Makes sense. Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, off season pretty much. I mean, that goes without saying. But a lot of you guys as new collectors maybe were trying to buy and hold for during that peak time where you could have saved yourself some money. Another another good time to buy for baseball since Bowman Chrome just came out. 
especially on big releases like Bowman Chrome where everybody's ripping, right? Everybody's just ripping like crazy. The especially with a huge checklist like that, a couple days after or even a day after the release, you could find some amazing deals. A lot of people trying to, you know, recoup a lot of their money that they put in for a case and they start a lot of cards at like 99 cents running for 3 days. Yep. And you could get some deals or look for lots that's look for lots too like yeah so 20 chrome guy lots so that's also I mean? a good time so if you like uh bowman draft the next uh the next you know big prospect release is going to come out um right after right after that product releases check ebay i mean you're going to get a lot of these guys you're going to be prospecting them you're going to be sitting on them for a while there's really no book out on them you don't know how good they're going to be so you know, you may strike out nine or nine out of the ten times, but there may be that one right. that ends up being like the Juan Soto. Yeah, but you're talking about yeah, stay away from the big guys, but get no, know, yeah, get yeah, the two or three yeah, four dollar guys. Yeah, stay away from the the guys who are like uh, already hyped. already hyped. Um, but go for the players that you know is under everybody's radar because you only need one of them to hit. Juan Soto was not on anybody's radar. Right. Exactly. You could have got him super cheap. Yeah. Good guy. And Bellinger, for that matter. And Bellinger. Because so, I think it was Seeger that was, uh, or no, it was uh, Jock Peterson who was on the cover of yep. that uh, that year for the yeah. Dodgers. And, and there was another so Dodger that came around. So it's a, it's a good time. I mean, I, I always look at eBay and try to swoop up any any prospect I can find. I My criteria is that it be a relatively young player, and most of them are, and a position player. Yeah, um, absolutely. You never know. I mean, they may not have had a lot of power in college or high school or whatever. But they could develop. They could develop into a power hitter. Yep. But I'd stay away from pitchers. But I would go heavy on uh, position players and try to take into account if it's like a Yankee or try to you know. yeah. And and now I think uh, I don't think that's a secret anymore. I no, think, I think I everybody's think, doing. I that. think everybody like that's part of the guys who are hyped are usually because of what team they're on. Mm-hmm. So because even Yan- uh, Anthony Flores, people were trying to predict that he was going to be like ten dollars a base auto, and I think he's thirty five. Yeah, it's because of what team? Because so, he's on the Red Sox. So sometimes you gotta. I mean, best case scenario, you do get a large market team, but you never know. Um, there's a handful of players that are in Bowman Chrome that we're going to look back on in three, four years and go, man, that was a $3 auto. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And kick yourself. Or you sold one for 20 bucks and now it's $1,000 or something like that. But back to basketball. We've got Impeccable breaking today. It's one of the standard basketball releases. It's got the gold and silver pieces. We're doing that today. You can do a pick your team break. You can use code Mojo Break to save ten percent. So at checkout, type in Mojo Break, and you get any cards. You pick the Warriors, you get any cards. We pull Steph Curry auto. You get the Steph Curry auto. It's all done live, all done on YouTube, and all of our breaks are guaranteed to fill. Um, so you're not waiting around, waiting for the break to fill and waiting for weeks. Uh, but I wanted to go to this the picture that I had of Mitchell and Tatum, and I wanted to ask you guys. So these are the two kind of hyped-up favorite rookies out of the 17-18 class, one and two pretty much unanimously. Who would you, If you had money to spend on a 9-5 silver for an investment purpose, out of the two guys, who would you pick? And I'll start with Dan. Jason Tatum. C-Red. Tatum! Tatum? I can't say Mitchell. I, I want to go against you guys, but I think I got to go Tatum. I mean, it's just the team. The Celtics are ready. They're going to be one or two seed. Um, he's going to have those moments probably in the playoffs. As much as I want to go Mitchell because he's kind of you know flashy in the dunks and and things that he does, which is amazing. Um, what do you guys think of, of the buckets. chat? I think I think the issue is uh, getting back to the market. It, there's there's a bigger Boston there's, and Utah. There, yeah, I mean. There's a bigger there's a bigger market out there for for Celtics fans than there yeah, are if, if, Jazz fans. If Donovan was on the Lakers, we'd probably be it would probably be harder. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you could switch it up. If yeah. Donovan Mitchell was on the Celtics and Jason Tatum was on the Jazz, I would go Donovan Mitchell. And who's the third? So if there was a third rookie, who would be the third best rookie? Lonzo Ball. You think Lonzo Ball's in yeah. there? If Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball. I don't disagree. He's not going to start the season, but. Um, Markinen, I don't know. I I'll mean, say Fultz is the third, Fultz, my number three. Yeah, yeah, he didn't play enough. Um, yeah, but these are clear cut one and two. I don't think there's anybody kind of even threatening the one and two spot between these two I think, gentlemen. I think Lonzo this year with uh, with with LeBron is. I think we're gonna look back on this and go, man, I, I I'm I now now I'm buying into the Lonzo Ball hype. Now I'm, I think I'm, so, but I'm a year I'm a year late. Wasn't a big fan of him last year, but. With LeBron on that team, I'm buying into it. Yeah, I think he's going to dish it up. 
really well. And they said he changed his shot, so we got to see what his shot looks like. So, well, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and have a Big Shep come on, one of the nicest guys. He doesn't even need an introduction, just an awesome dude. Has probably the most knowledge that I've ever, out of anybody I've ever met. This guy's just, you know, he's got, uh, he's got all the answers, um, and he's just a genuinely really, really nice guy. You can follow him on Twitter. Always has great articles, and uh, check out their show, About the Cards Podcast, which I'll let him fill you in on how to follow them on that show. I believe they do it uh, tonight or on Thursday, but we'll get uh, – you guys can put it in the chat, too, to let everybody know when the show is so they can tune in. We're all about this community, and um, we need more content to, to learn and collect these cards. So we're going to get him on the 120-box uh, boom, shakalaka, fantastic guest line here. So we're going to give him a ring. What's up, fellas? Hey, Big Shep, what's going down, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing awesome. Thanks for the uh, the great intro. I definitely appreciate it. No problem, man. And uh, thanks for being a fan of us for a long time. Now we're a fan of your show, and uh, we're uh, we're glad to have you on. And we're going to talk some uh, tops, living set, and everything like that. So, how can we find your show? Well, the easiest way uh, we're on Twitter uh, at about the cards. Uh, we're also, we also have a YouTube page with the same name. You can follow us there. If you subscribe, it'll let you know when we go live, which is almost every Wednesday, eight, eight, eight o'clock, uh, Pacific, uh, coast time. But, uh, it changes every once in a while just because something pops up on a Wednesday, but we're really trying to stay consistent there. Uh, and you know, always follow me at big chef 79. And, uh, I send out a lot of stuff through, uh, through that as well. And so it's a show uh, for the collectors by the collectors. So about the yep. cards, definitely. And I've been tuning in, and it's a great show, guys. So you won't be disappointed. So definitely check them out. And I wanted to get in to talk about Topps Living Set. I don't really know anything about Topps Living Set. Uh, I've bought a few cards. I haven't really followed any of the numbers. I noticed that you guys talked about it on your show, and it intrigued me. I was like, I want to talk about this now. And I want to uh, – it, it's because it's an interesting concept. And uh, these cards have been in demand. Uh, tell me your thoughts initially about the uh, Topps Living Set. Yeah, well, we just kind of fell into it because it started about the same time we started the show. And it was one of those things we just we started to, to look into and see. And uh, it's really intriguing to see a set start with card one and, and supposedly continue forever, maybe with this 53 design. You know, not sure if they're changing year from year. But it, there's only three cards that come out every week. And it, the interesting thing is, is the number of, of teams represented. It took them a long time to get a few teams in there, the Rangers, the Rockies. Uh, we're really delayed in having cards. Uh, the Giants had a card week one with, with Joe Panic and didn't have another one until a few weeks ago with, with Derek Rodriguez. And for such a team that has such a history to have a limited number of cards, yet somebody like the Rays had two cards before they did. Huh. Uh, it's, just, it's been interesting to see. They've done this pattern lately where they've had a, a current vet, a rookie, and either a vet, another vet or a retired star. And uh, I think they're going to start to run out of rookies at this point. I mean, we're getting into the 30th week here, uh, the 29th week here. Next week's the 30th. And I don't think there's going to be enough rookies to keep pushing along that rhythm. But it's been really interesting to see. The first few weeks, nobody was really into it. And those cards are the ones you, if you have, you might want to hold on to. Or if you can find one at a cheap price, pick it up. Because they're, they're crazy priced right now. Yeah, and for those of you that are listening that don't know about Topps uh, Living Set, they re like he's just said, they, re they re uh, release three cards a week, and the print run is based on how many are sold. So it could be as low as 1,300 cards, or it could be as high as 40,000 cards, So, which also kind of makes uh, an interesting narrative there that you could have a card, maybe of a guy who sucks, you know, that nobody wants. Let's not say sucks, you know, but saying that nobody collects this guy, but now it's the most valuable for set collectors because they only made like 1,300 cards of the guy. So it's kind of an interesting dynamic, and it's kind of interesting that you, you want to stay collecting this. Yeah, Nick Markakis, card number, uh, was in the second week, he's card number six, only sold uh, a little over 2,600. So there's 2,678, and so that's as many sets as you're ever going to be able to complete if you're a complete, uh, you know, you want to have that full set, because that's the lowest print run at this point. Akuna uh, had the most, and he popped out um, at 40, a little over, almost 47,000 cards. Jesus. So, because it was right when he he came up, he was uh, they had him ready to go, and he was the big thing. So he outsold, he doubled what Otani did. Otani only did twenty one hundred. Wow. So, yeah. It's, Do it's you think that was because Top's Living Set had some more momentum at that time? I, I believe so. I think that was it. Plus, he's a hitter, and he was he would just had come up. He was he's so highly touted. I know Otani was, but 
he came out in the in the third week, and it was a little nobody was really following the set at that point. I, I don't really think it took off until the fourth and fifth week uh, when people actually really started to pay attention. And from what I could tell here, the black uh, the black border on the bottom is National League. The red is American League. Is is what I'm gathering here. Uh, yeah, you know, actually, I've never noticed that. I, I didn't really pay that close attention. I just so started. I, I, I have a picture true. of a bunch of them in a row. So I'm like, why are some black and some are red? And then I started kind of doing the math here. So it looks like, yeah, they use the red for the uh, American League and the black for the um, National League. So, uh, Well, we learned something new. That's there awesome. we go. <laughs> On the fly. <laughs> so do they release any – have they announced that – I know that it's a very famous uh, artist here. Well, uh, famous in the baseball community, card collecting community. Is um, uh, Correct me if I'm saying this wrong. Miami Sato, is that how you say it? I believe that's – yeah, I believe that's correct. Okay. And I know they did the tr- – she. Uh, it's a she, correct? Yes. Uh, did the transcendent balls and other sketches in museum um, probably by far the best. Uh, and you could see in these pictures. I mean, they're fantastic. I mean, Ronald Acuna's hat looks just super realistic and that's a drawing. Do we know if tops um, is going to release the original sketches of these somewhere? Has there been any kind of buzz about that? You know, not at all. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't heard anything. Uh, I think that they would, you know, if they put them on their site, it's crazy what they probably would go for. Right. I mean, these, They've all been really good-looking cards. The only one anybody's had a problem with, really, I think, is Anthony Rizzo. The shading looks a little funky on him. He's the one that kind of just – you know it's him, but he just doesn't look as good or clean as the rest of them have. Agreed. I mean, compared to some of those museum sketch cards that we've gotten, I mean, I think I could draw, you know, or, or Dan could draw better <laughs> than, than some. But these, no, these are hands down. These are like HD, you know, cards here that they, oh, yeah. they've got going on. So, now, they do release – some older players, right? There's been has Jackie Robinson, if I remember correctly, been released. Yeah, yeah, he was actually card number forty-two. Okay. So they they they've released uh, like some of the retired guys: Jeter, uh, Rick, Ricky Henderson, uh, Jackie Robinson came out, Hank Aaron, Ted Williams, Sandberg, Bo Jackson. Of course, he's my one of my favorites, and uh, Clemente. So those are the guys, and he actually came out on uh, uh, just he was the last like retired player they released a few weeks back. Awesome, and um, I hear they're releasing Machado on the Dodgers, so Machado's going to be the first card, uh, first guy that has two cards in the set because he changed teams, correct? Correct, yeah. He had the one with uh, with the Orioles earlier in the year, and I lost. A, I ended up losing a bet on this one. I didn't think they would do a, a double so early in the set. <laughs> even, I mean, you know, Trout's not even been released yet. So, you know, everybody everybody's betting he's going to be card 100. Hmm. Um, you know, with Judge was card number one. Um you know, so it's just kind of surprising that they would have a guy doubled up already. What did uh, so Ben? Yeah, Ben was uh, in the chat uh, bragging away about it, uh, and he's also bragging about his A's. You know how great oh, they yeah. are. Um, <laughs> what did you lose in the bet? Well, I'll, it's my bet was a lot cheaper. I only owe him two eighty-five McGuire's, and if I had won the bet, he was going to owe me a seventy-five uh, George Brett. So. Oh, okay, yeah, well, yeah, some good stakes there. That's for sure. Yep. <laughs> So tell us about your 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 the three hosts on on the show and how you guys came to make the show. Yeah, so you know it's one of those things like I've wanted to do for a long time, and you guys are have been a show I followed for quite some time and have great content. And I just wanted to do something in the in the community to give back. And Ben and I have been talking about it. one night. We said let's just do it, and he said we should invite Steph. And so Ben's at our trading cards. Uh, you know he's a he's a great ace collector and really knowledgeable about far as worth and value in the hobby um and then we have stefan loffler uh junk wax twins and uh if you're on twitter you've known him or run into him the man is a wealth of knowledge with checklists and releases and history on cards and ben said hey we should bring him in i've never met steph in person um but we've you know known each other on twitter for a long time great guy ben lives up uh near me here in sacramento we we've hung out quite a bit but it's just we're just a, a bunch of hobby nerds that wanted to share information with everybody and, and just be out front and honest, like you guys, like, you know, we don't have advertisement, we're not sponsored, we're, you know, that's something we don't want to do because we want to be able to stay unbiased and give our opinions on product and, and things going on in the hobby. And it's just, it's been so much fun. It was a, we just said, if no one listens, who cares, we'll do it for ourselves. Right. Exactly, exactly. And, if, and people started to listen and enjoy, and that's been the biggest thing is some of the, the things we get back, uh, the responses and the, and the comments and the, and the DMs, like, it, it makes me feel great. It's something I do for fun, and we all do for fun, and I just really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys listening and having us on, having me on, and to be even to share it, which is amazing to us. Well, great guys deserve credit, and uh, you know we want everybody to tune into your guys' show as well, and um, you know 
thank you for guys for com- you know contributing to the hobby. Um, back to Tops Living Sets. Do you think there's ever a chance? Like, who would be one of the worst selling? Like, if we could predict, like if they made a subject, like let's just say they made John Rocker, would it be like the least selling guy of all time? Would there ever be a guy, or like maybe like a Barry Bonds, or when when would they go into the steroid era of guys? You yeah, know, well, I thought it was I thought it was gonna be Joey Ricard, and so I bought one, and he almost sold 5,800 cards. Which which guy? I mean, the Joey Ricard, the outfielder for the oh, Orioles. Okay, yeah. I mean, he he outsold he outsold all stars. Wow. And it, it was crazy to me um, the number that he came out with. Uh, you know, I don't know if there at this point now if there's anybody that would sell less than the twenty six hundred. To be honest, right? Uh, they would have to to really dig deep. But even then, you have those team collectors or those speculators, I think, now that are hopping in a little bit uh, that are going to do that. I, I mean, I go in. I've collected all the rookies out of here. And there's I always buy extra of the rookies because there's only a finite number of these cards. Even though they're not physically numbered, there's a record of what number, how many there actually are. And I think if you get it slabbed, uh, Beckett and PSA will put the print run, or is it just one of the manufacturers or one of the graders that do it? I think they'll put the print run on the slab, right? Yeah, I, I believe that's true as well, yeah. So that's pretty cool. And what are the prices? Is it nine ninety nine for one, and then it, it goes kind of down from there if you buy multiples? Is that is that well, how it works? If you go to Tops directly, you can buy them for seven ninety nine a piece. They ship them for free, and usually get a pretty quick turnaround. You can buy the whole set from Tops, and they'll send it in this nice little box uh, in a snap case for you for fourteen ninety nine for all three cards of that week. Okay. There's a ton. There's a ton of sellers on eBay where you can buy buy the cards for five dollars a piece. Because if they, they buy them in bulk directly from Tops and turn around and resell them. Huh. So if you're looking for one guy and you, you don't mind waiting a few weeks for them to get them and then them package and send them to you, you know, that's a way to go. Um, but, you know, like Tops, you know, it's not, for, you know, if you buy one, all three, 15 bucks, $5 a card, Tops sends them to you right away. And it's, uh, it's a nice quick turnaround. Nice. Yeah. And that's what's great about it all is, you know, we, we obviously we do a high end breaks and stuff like that. But something like this. You can collect, you know, uh, make it easy on the wallet. So that's that's why it kind of intrigued me that, you know, these things could have some value down the road depending on print run, depending on, you know, hey, we're getting in early. Maybe if they do this for 20 years, the first 20, you know, first year might, you know, be something that's worth a lot, you know, uh, for, for set builders and set collectors. And it's kind of almost training us guys that are, you know, chasing big hits all the time to, hey, there there is some set collecting and check out how we're going to do this, which is kind of cool. I think yeah, it's taking it's, it more grassroots. Really yep. very. It's a very cool idea. Yeah, now definitely. And um, I mean, do you think they'll ever go the autograph route? Like maybe insert some autographs or do they, do you think they're just going to kind of stay true to the actual set itself? I, I could see them doing that because they did that with tops. Now uh, early on the, the I want to say it was in the second year of tops. Now they didn't tell anybody. Right. And they just kind of blatantly sent out some that were autographed and now they sell those. I, I would, I could see them at some point adding autographs to this. You know, you'd probably want with it such being such a nice looking design. I think you'd want them on card, so instead of sticker. So I think that delay would be longer. Right. But uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think that that would be uh, highly sought after from a lot of these these collectors. Yeah. So we'll follow. And how many cards have they released so far total? Uh, this, have- if you include this week, they're up to ninety now. Card number ninety was released today. Eighty-eight through ninety. So I'm, I'm just trying to think, is there ever going to be a time mathematically where they're going to be struggling? But I guess they could always go back and just put in older players, I guess, right? So there's always going to be some kind of draw. So it's pretty genius. Yeah. Pretty genius uh, from a marketing standpoint from Tops, this whole set as well. I mean, I think it's a win-win all the way around. Oh, I do too. Yeah, it's been huge. Um, and then uh, we don't know if they're ever going to change the 53, but obviously the 53 design looks great. So, I mean, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. I would, I would definitely agree. I think it would c- continue the continuity of the set itself if they're going to continue with the, the same numbers, uh, you know, through the years. I think you just leave it in this this classic design uh, and, and go from there. Awesome. Well, I wanted to get before we let you go, we want to talk some playoff baseball, and we want to talk about some of the guys that are you know in the playoffs that have a potential from a collecting standpoint to maybe have a big game and see their value or their collectability increase. And the first guy you gave me was Miguel Andahar, um, Yankees guy. So you're, you're, uh, you're telling your boy Ben right there that the Yankees are going to beat the A's, I think. Is that, is that what, is that, okay. that's what I, you're saying? No, definitely. I think the Yankees <laughs> have a good shot. Uh, but th- th- this kid plays third base. He's 23. He hit almost 300 this year. Uh, he was uh, 27 home runs, just under 100 ribbies. And – I, I, he's not the biggest name on the Yankees. You know, all all Yankees are big names, but 
I have a feeling that position and with that bat, if he continues, you know, uh, hitting for average and power and he has a good showing in the playoffs, it could really drive his, his card values, even what they're above now. I mean, I think his Bowman Chrome's uh, autos are going for, you know, two to $300 yeah. uh, at this point. And, you know, I, I think that could go even higher if he has a really good playoff run. Absolutely. We just posted on the screen. So a, a raw 2013 Bowman Chrome is where you can find them and the actual Bowman Chrome, not Bowman or Bowman draft. Uh, 185 a raw sold for, which I think is kind of low for a Yankees guy, you know. So there's there definitely could be some room to climb there. And his tops Chrome rookie this year is around 50 bucks. So, you know, you're really not going to take a huge risk by buying them at these prices, I don't think. Oh no, not at all, not at all. So, and then the next guy we got is um, Mr. Colorado, Mr. Freeland, who uh, they showed biting the towel last night, hoping to squeeze out a win. Um, but uh, all Colorado kid, uh, what do you think about this kid's uh, uh, potential and um, and uh, how he's been playing? Well, yeah, I stole this one from from Steph. He brought up uh, on our shows one of the guys to look for with the Rockies. I mean, yeah, he, he's a young guy, 25. I mean, last night he showed a great performance against that Cubs lineup. I mean, that's a that's a big time lineup and didn't give up any runs. Had a you know handful of Ks. If the Rockies continue to move forward, now pitchers aren't as collectible. We all know that as a, as a power hitter. Uh, but a Rockies pitcher's never really been super dominant. But this kid's guy, I think, has the talent and the ability to to have a few good games and help his values. I mean, he's got value. I mean, you can pick up his cards for his you know his Bowman draft uh, for I think fourteen uh, for around sixty bucks graded. Yeah. And that's a I mean that's a great value because I mean. If he has a good run and they even make it to the World Series and pitches a game there and does decently, you can see a double in your value, turn around, flip it, and buy something else. But uh, definitely a kid to, to keep your eye on. Absolutely. I mean, we've seen um, for a couple of years ago Michael Waka have a dominant uh, NLCS performance. I think he won NL MV, NLCS MVP, and his, his card spiked right away. So it's, that's a potential there. There's this guy wins a series or wins the next series and, and gets some accolades or maybe has a one-hitter, and that's a, that's, a, that's a boom. That's where you can make money on pitchers. Very small window, yep. but, yeah, you could, you could definitely flip it. So definitely good choice here. And the last is uh, Christian Yelich. Uh, so let's talk about Christian Yelich. Yeah, so, you know, everybody knows who he is. I think with, with him is, you know, he's always kind of been a name. And, and this year he finally, I mean, God, the last, you know, six weeks he's just killed the baseball. But he's finally going to get on a big stage. I mean, playing in Miami, uh, he was, he, you know, you had Stanton there. It was the big, you know, the big guy. And he kind of played in his shadow. He gets traded to Milwaukee and everybody's like, well, you know, Yelich, it's not that big of a deal. He's had such a great season. And I have a feeling, you know, as they as they beat the Cubs the other day to, to win the division and, and win home field advantage that he's going to be put on the on that big stage and be able to show what he can do. And collectors are really going to see uh, how good of a player this guy is. He's all around player. He can hit for average and power. He can play defense. Uh, and he seems to be a good guy. So it's one of those things you always have to consider is like, yeah. is this guy going to be uh, hurt his value for something dumb he does off the field? So, um I, you know, it's great to it's great to see that Milwaukee's uh, isn't a big market, and his you know he's not on all of his all the cards you're going to really want to value are Marlins cards, and no one really collects the Marlins, so it's kind of easy to chase down these guys, these the, you know his rookie or his Bowman cards, and uh, to add to your collection. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 140. It looks like Raws are selling from 2010 uh, Bowman Chrome. And um, which that was the Strasburg year. That was that was the other the other the set that we that made us basically, and um, yeah. So 140, and I think it's going to be his coming out party in this playoffs. Hopefully, my, no, the, Bru the Brewers are my pick to win it all. I know it's kind of a, a wild card there, but I love their defense and I love their uh, bullpen. So um, I think this guy could be the leader, and I think he could be like you said, being on the main stage. I think people are going to start to take notice, and it's going to be like, wow, this guy's a superstar. Did you did you bet? You bet for the Brewers. Too? I did. Okay, I did. I did. So uh, you pick pick the Brewers. Huh? Yep, nine to one. Nine and, to uh, one. And who did I who did I pick again? The A's. Oakland Athletics Ooh. to win the World Series. We're outnumbered here. We're so, outnumbered. And it was, uh, <laughs> I think, I, it was eighteen to one. Uh, yes, 18, it was double. Eighteen to one on the uh, on double the A's. Double my bet. So, well, uh, Shep, we'd like to thank you for coming on and uh, tell people again once again where they can find uh, you guys are going live tonight. Is that correct? Yeah, we'll be live tonight at uh, 8 o'clock uh, Pacific Coast time uh, on YouTube, at About the Cards on uh, YouTube and on Twitter. And uh, hopefully we'll get to see Ben live watch Meltdown as the A's lose to the Yankees tonight. That's going to be my favorite part of the show. <laughs> I'll be tuning in just for that. So yeah. you guys check out the show tonight. And we'd like to thank you again for coming on, man, and uh, contributing some uh, great content to the show, man. 
Oh, well, thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good day, man. All right. You too. All right. Bye. So before we end and we start with the next break, I wanted to talk a little Mahomes. I mean, we can't not talk about this guy. Everybody else is talking about Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I don't think I, I, I haven't talked to anybody or seen anybody on the chat that has anything bad to say about this guy. Um, his face is well loved. He's no Alex Smith. Um, his <laughs> his his hair is great. His arm is great. He can throw with both arms. Um, his hair he's is just, great. He wears two arm sleeves, right, Dan? Two arm sleeves, yeah. What does that mean? He's more flashy than Jared Goff. Oh, okay. Well, I would take him over Jared Goff if I had to draft today. But, uh, man. Are you, are you serious? Dude, 14 touchdowns. Dude, the guy throws Zero. a ball. The guy throws the ball left-handed, and you're just like, Hall of Famer. He has 14 touchdowns, zero So he's, ha- he's had a good month. He's had a great month. He's had a good month, a solid month. I, it's just unbelievable. It's barely, unbelievable. Barely beat the Broncos. Mahal of Fame. Mahal of Fame is his name now. That's his new name. They were one, like, Case Keenum pass away from losing that game. Case Keenum needs to make that throw to Demarius Thomas. You know, wide open. Wide o- game's over. Yeah. Game's yeah. over. And actually, game's over, and we don't talk about Mahomes Well, well Mahomes, he's playing DB. He's out there playing DB. Can stop well, that ball. I mean, Jared Goff. He did his could. job. Jared Goff can play some DB. He did, that. He did his job. <laughs> Poor Alex Smith, though. You guys talk about in the chat. Long arms, Mike. Uh, Alex Smith is the equivalent to a guy who he, he's, like, he's like good luck Chuck. He like he goes out, he dates a girl, and they're about to get married, and then this new young buck comes in and steals his girl, because that's what's happened to him twice. He lost Dude. to Kaepernick, he lost to Mahomes, and now his his career is just gonna waste away over there in Washington. Waste away. He's and, been in the league forever. <laughs> well, the the latter I mean, end of his career, he, the back nine. Everybody everybody talks smack about Alex, but it's it's the it's the West Coast bias because Niner fans are so upset with the fact that he was the first overall pick. They didn't go with Aaron Rodgers. He he sucked his first handful of years with the Niners. Five or six years, yeah. Five years. Much. He had he had like five different offensive coordinators in five years. I mean, he didn't really get a chance. He goes somewhere else, and you can make an argument. Alex Smith is consistent, consistently one of the best quarterbacks in the league every single year. Yeah, he's consistently 15. So is that what you want to win Super he, Bowl? I, I would say he's in the he's in the top ten, and uh, maybe, and his and last year he was in the top five. Last year he was one of the best players in football. So how many rings does he have? He has zero. That's how all many, that matters. How many rings is all the guys who? How many rings does Mahomes have? Uh, hasn't played a long how enough. Many, to have a how ring. many rings does Kaepernick have? Zero. He went to Super Bowl, but he's not in the league anymore. So it's not to make you can't even make that comparison. So so yeah, at, rather Alex Smith a better quarterback than Colin Kaepernick. Well, there's reasons why Colin Kaepernick isn't in the league anymore. I'm not saying he was a number one talent. I mean, I, he was probably a twentieth. So yeah, I, I I will say that maybe Alex Smith was better than Colin Kaepernick. But at the time, the shiny new the booty, Redskins are going to make the playoffs. Colin Kaepernick is good. <laughs> not with Colin Kaepernick. Alex Smith is going to have a good year. The Redskins are going to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. Okay, what are they? what's their standings right now? It doesn't matter. I'll take that bet. What are we betting on? The Redskins will not make the playoffs. The Redskins are going to make the playoffs. Alex Smith will make the playoffs. I mean, they do have Adrian Peterson there. That might, that might be, that might be the yeah, first in the NFC East right now. Oh, oh, well, that's, a, oh. That's, a, that's a weak division. Oh, look at that. Okay. <laughs> they won't win a playoff game if they somehow squeak in. But... You know, Mahomes, uh, can we look at some of the price? If you want to throw it out on eBay, I want to see, I mean, because it's, I bought a nine, I bought a Contenders 9-10 for $1,100 like two weeks ago. I can't even touch a Contenders Auto now for $1,500. Nobody will even blink an eye. Um, so these are some of the recent, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, I actually, dude, I saw something unrelated, unscripted about Patrick Mahomes that I saw on Twitter. Uh, there was a flawless card, a flawless uh, RPA mm-hmm. of Patrick Mahomes. Oh, that was a four point five. It was a four point five. It was like eight hundred dollars. And and the person bought it and cropped out the BGS slab, and then just said it wasn't graded. Oh wow! And it sold for like twelve hundred. I saw the four five somewhere. Yeah, yeah it, it's it got, on there. They must have changed it because I saw it yesterday. It, they cropped out the 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 slab. And they it sold for like twelve hundred bucks. Go uh, see if you can look that up. Flawless, um, flawless. And I think it said. Mahomes. I think it said it. It was. It was slabbed or graded or something. But it was. Uh, it Keep was going. bizarre. It may, it may be still active too. Maybe uh, not completed. But uh, 
I saw it's that design there, the uh, the, the patch auto design, the, the, yeah. the vertical. Yeah, it's, it's that one. But it's uh, no go to go to because I saw the four five. Go, maybe it's still active. Right there, there it is. Four five. How yeah. the hell did that get a four five? This one, right? Seven out of ten. Is that the same thing? Yep. Oh, yeah. there Told it you. is. Yeah, Holy see? crap. Told you. Or maybe he cracked it out of the slab. And I think it sold for 1200 No, it? I think he just cropped it out. How is it possible to get a 4.5? Oh, it says BGS. <laughs> so, yeah, this guy. Uh, sold, uh, so he must have not got paid on the first one, I'm assuming, where he actually showed it. Hold on. Let's see the same guy. Richard, Richard B. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm cracking that out of the case myself different, if it different, gets a 4 different five, seller. Yeah, Different seller. Oh, okay. So this guy got it, and he's like, F. Um, four or five. Let's, let's take a look at the grades here. Um, four or five, BGS. And, and what was it? Was it uh, – let's see if you can zoom in on, on what, what got crushed. Surface. What they Three, five. Did the guy eat cereal while he was uh, riding top of the card? I mean, how do you get a three, five surface? Well, I, there's a Joe Panic I, uh, I yeah, said in the BGS. Yeah. And Did he uh, run it over with his car? I mean, Jesus. Let's let's look at the surface go, here. Go ahead. Is there something we're missing here? Is there a booger on it? or Did he wipe his booty? Was he Isaiah Crowell on the card? Um, I can't tell between the photo there, but. Anything. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, that and that, obviously, if you guys are listening to the podcast, uh, watch the YouTube video. You know, have you go, ever, go to the back, maybe the back. Have you ever thought that like maybe on a BGS slab like that, it, somebody was supposed to put an eight point five and they accidentally <laughs> put a three? It's a Monday. It's a or a Friday. <laughs> um, I mean, that could happen, right? It could. I mean, we're talking data entry, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it could. I mean, but obviously this guy didn't refute it because he listed it. So he must have known something, right? Because I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter. Is that, that's the funny you, thing. Do you, think, do you think if you got something like that, you'd be able to have, like, just a straight pipeline to BGS to talk about your grade? Probably not. Like, you think if you – like, Well, ima- I mean, if you tried imagine, hard enough. Imagine if they had a customer service line that was open for people to dispute and complain about the grades they got on cards. Imagine that. Oh, yeah. Imagine that line. Wouldn't want that job. They need a few more <laughs> of those kegerators. A few scratches on the back of the card. Now, also, if I'm remembering correctly, if you guys, you guys, we've all opened this product, isn't that encased? Isn't that card encased? In flawless, right? Isn't the Mahomes? I, yeah, does I anybody think so. know? I think the flawless, the Mahomes is is encased. So, so what, you, what, what happened? You, what are you trying to get at? Well, I don't think Panini gave it a four and a half surface. So somebody took it out of the case and tried to do something with it, maybe. You know how these cards are handled by the players. So he was, he was, yeah, that's crazy. But anyways, yes, I mean, the whole point, uh, this is a really good topic that we brought up, this 4-5. I've never seen a 4-5, but the whole, but whole topic was Mahomes yeah, the, is literally the three, on fire. The 3-5 surface, I mean, that's really bad. That's something has to be something has to be going on. I don't see anything that's Chad T. Obvious. Chad T. says that there is typos, but you got to think that if the corners are nine five, then how would the surface be a four five? And if it's in case, so it's not the pack. There's no pack damage. I think, it, I think it's a three five. I think there's a four or five for the total. Oh, right? okay. So yeah, three five. And then also, so I want to know what a one surface is. I don't know, right? Like what? What's a point five? But surface? also. Do they? How do they figure that out? So if the card got three nines and then one three, then how? How? Why is it a four five? So the one grade supersedes. There's got to be a formula that I'm missing. Yeah, there's here. a possibility that it really was a typo. Could be. An eight five on surface is way more common, especially on newer cards, than a three five surface. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see if like the card was faded or something like that, then. You can give it a, a really bad surface grade. I think you have a Bonds that, like... I did, a, yeah. Like, it was a faded surface. But this this isn't a Chrome or anything, so I don't know why. Also, does anybody know why... Click on that link. Why do people's names blink red on eBay now? Does anybody else have that issue? Click click on that. Watch. So, uh, yeah, just go to, like, the listing. Where it says the the, the, the original listing or something. See? See? The person's name blinks red. Does anybody know why that happens? Does anybody know? I'm. It just it seemed like it just started. It it's about a month old. Yeah, does it on every computer that I that I go on eBay. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know what's going on. The guy was feeling rushed and ungraded and graded it with his left hand. Now he's a CEO. <laughs> 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 well, so we'll uh, we'll find we'll figure that out. But uh, Ooh, man, damn, look at that 
Yeah, look at these prices. That's that that is an optic too. That's not even the most sought after contenders, really. That is a number to seventy five optic contenders. I would still hold the regular contenders in higher regard, correct? Yes. Than optic. Yes. So I mean, you don't even want to see what people are asking for on these cracked ices. Look oh. at that. Yeah. Yeah. 10, 10, 10 GZs. Okay, on a, on okay, an, and okay. that's not even that's not even the vertical. That's All the right. horizontal. All right, people, relax. It's crazy. Oh, uh, it's, it, pop, it's pop. So, too, so that that's actually a a prime example that sometimes it doesn't matter what market you Ooh, play for. Those acetate first off the line, dude. Oh, I know. It those doesn't. Are so good. It looking. doesn't matter, uh, dude. The Chiefs. Would you consider a Chiefs one of the biggest markets in football? No. No, no, no. Maybe middle we, of the road. Ma middle of the road, right? Yeah. Chief, Chiefs and maybe up there with like maybe the Titan Titans and Chiefs are probably around the same. Titans and Colts, maybe, yep. or uh, Chiefs and Colts. Oh. Uh, I mean that that blows that blows my mind that people are willing to drop over ten grand on a quarterback that has had a good month, good month, great month. Great, borderline great hype. But you see what the contenders Brady sold for, and that's what people see well, as the ceiling. I will tell you this. I mean, look at what contenders, 2017 contenders sealed boxes are going for. Oh, yeah. We're, I mean, we're at like three, 325, 350 is insane. Yep. Um, those doubled. Those doubled over, over the last month. They've doubled. They've doubled. I At this point, I... You do you buy contenders and do you just hold on to it for a couple years? Yeah, pretty much. Don't even open it. Just don't even open it. Well, what? Yeah, you, well, you were probably saying three three forty on contenders from seventeen compared to one ten when it comes out. I mean, that's one, just one ten. That's a year you one ten. But but over the summer, you could have bought contenders two thousand seventeen for like maybe one fifty one sixty. You well, you could and you and no shortage. You could have just bought been buying case and case and case and case of it. And in four months, you could have almost you could over double your money. Well, I got a, I got an interesting question for you guys. I was talking to to Rich about this. He was trying to buy a, a card, and uh, it was I believe it. I don't remember the exact set. I want to say it was out of XR. Um, it was a triple true one on one auto, but it was stickers. It was Brady, Manning, and Rogers true one on one. I don't remember if it was jerseys, but it was definitely a triple auto, and he wanted to buy it because he's a big Brady guy. What do you think? What would you pay for that card? See, that's a weird one because I actually think the card would be worth more with just Brady on it. You would think, um, but just if you want it, but but in that, but but just just for the sake of argument, you're looking at the three best quarterback quarterbacks of of that era, active right now of uh, of Brady, that. Brady, Rogers, right now, three three top quarterbacks. Oh, it's that are Bree It's Breeze. I thought it was Manning. No, so yeah, okay. that's what I would think. Manning would be worth more. Yeah. But it was so it's Breeze, Brady, Rogers. Triple. Okay. What what would you if I, you were trying to buy it and you're like you're even willing to pay market? What do you what, think? What's what's it out of? What's it? I want to say it's out of XR. It's something from this year. Okay. And sticker. Yeah. Not on card. Five grand. That's higher than I thought. I thought two. I think that's what Rich offered him, and the guy actually said sorry. Somebody bought it from for seven grand for him. Okay. For me. Yeah, five grand I think would be, and and that's based on the fact that it's Brady. Yeah. And Rogers. Um. And Breeze, I mean, Brady's, Rogers, and Manning would have been nutty, but yeah. So that just shows you how great our economy is right now, and that shows you how strong the hobby is. Is that somebody's willing to pay seven thousand dollars for three sticker autos of top quarterbacks? I mean, uh, yeah, it's a one on one. It's insane, but that I thought two or three thousand personally. But I, what Brady? You can't get a Brady auto now for less than two grand, right? Well, he's been out in everything, so I don't know. He's in every set that Panini. Yeah, granted, ten autos, but he's in everything. He's in this set. He's in Flawless Collegiate. He's they signed him again, so there was two years without him that his value went up a little bit. Yeah, but you're still you're still looking at probably two grand. Yeah. Well, we've kind of overwent our time, but I think we've got Illusions uh, number two coming up next. So uh, we're going to hit the close music. And thank you guys for joining. Thanks again to Big Shep. Check out About the Card Show every Wednesday. And uh, you can check them out on iTunes or on YouTube. And if you want to listen to more 
Sports Card Talk. That is a show to listen to, so check them out. And uh, if you want to get into break spots, check out mojobreak.com. We've got the 120-box football breaking this weekend, this Saturday. We also have Flawless Football Today, Illusions Football Today, uh, Archives Retired Today, and um, Impeccable, C-Rad's favorites. So uh, check that out. See, I and always think when you say Illusions, I just think of that Guns N' Roses double album. Oh, uh, Use Your Illusions? Yeah. <laughs> All, all right, guys. So we'll see you next time.